Welcome to Gulf Coastal Realtors podcast. The topic today is mortgage insurance. This is that type of cost that is rolled into loans when you put down less than 20% on a conventional loan. That's called private mortgage insurance. And then the mortgage insurance premium, MPI, is what the feds charge when you get an FHA loan. So we'll talk about both of those. The key thing about both of these is that no one wants to pay that. You should know that because it has the term insurance in it, that doesn't necessarily mean, in fact, in this case, it doesn't at all mean that you get any benefits from this. You're the person paying the bills and in case you stop paying those bills, the mortgage company can go after the private mortgage insurance or the mortgage insurance premium to recover any loss that they sustained from you not paying your mortgage. Just because that's paid up by an insurance company doesn't get you off the hook for not making those payments. Your credit will already have been affected by that. So just keep in mind that you don't want those insurance policies. They do you no good whatsoever after they've been activated. So what you want to do is to get rid of those. Now, how do you get rid of those mortgage payments? Well, if you have a federal loan, the FHA mortgage loan, for example, you say you put down 3.5% or you put down 10%, and actually anything under 20% you're going to make that payment. Now that's comprised of two types of payments. One is they're going to hit you pretty hard on closing costs for what they call an upfront payment to get that insurance started. And then you're going to pay every month for that. If you are using a conventional finance mortgage broker or lender, you'll pay private mortgage insurance if you put down less than 20%. So 20% is the is the goal here. Put down less than 20%, you'll have to pay that. Now the difference between the private mortgage insurance on those conventional loans that are not government insured and the government insured loans is that the private mortgage insurance will come off after you've achieved 20% equity in your home. Now they rarely will come off on an automatic basis and I'll get back to you with that in just a couple of minutes but I do want to explain that if you have a government loan the only way to get rid of that mortgage insurance premium is to pay that loan off or get it refinanced because you might be in a position later on after your equity grows to be able to get a new mortgage on that home and save yourself some money because you'll have more than 20% equity and that mortgage insurance payment will drop off. So that's a possibility. You need to look at the numbers, talk to a loan broker and see what that means to you. But again, only after you have 20% equity. Now on the conventional loans, if you have a conventional loan and you can get that off 
you need to take the steps to make that happen. Forget about being told that it's going to be automatically reduced. It is not. It just isn't going to happen. Now, yes, I guess that one percent, you know, of all of us that it might happen to, where a someone at a mortgage company says, "Oh my gosh, look at this," they have over twenty percent equity. Mortgage companies don't track that basically. What they do is they look at how much money you've paid in. And once you have paid in 20%, which is probably year 10, 15, 20, something like that, depending on your interest rate, when you've paid that in, then they will drop it off automatically. That's the only automatic that's going to happen here. However, we all know that inflation has taken hold and property values have gone up since many of us have purchased property. And you may well have 20, 25, 30, 40% equity in your property now when you originally went in with as little as 3.5%, 5%, or 10%. So if you believe that you have that much equity in your home, I would suggest that you start looking around at how other properties in your neighborhood somewhere around within a couple two or three miles that are similar to your homes have sold for. Now you can check our website at LoganAndersonLLC.com if you live on the Mississippi Gulf Coast or anywhere in the state of Mississippi and you can go in and you can check other homes and see the values in there. If you live outside of our area check realtor.com they are available nationally and you can start picking on properties that you've seen down the street that sold and check to see if those properties look like they were sold at a rate which was equivalent to more than 20 percent greater than when you bought your house so that's how you can determine that if you have the feeling that you are eligible to have refinance, then contact your mortgage company, look online and find out what their process is. They will all have a written process where you will fill out an application form or send them a letter, whatever that process is, and so initiate that process. I would also caution you not to just let it sit there is no reason for your mortgage company to do anything fast on this. And with all of the COVID excuses that we've heard, nothing seems to be getting done anytime soon. You need to pursue this and stay on it. It may take a second letter, a third letter. It may take a letter to the CEO of that company, but don't let it stop because every month that you're paying that, you're not going to get that money back. So if you achieved 20% equity, for example, in January, and it takes till June before you finally get this dropped off, you have spent those hundreds of dollars in some cases, and you'll never get that money back. So it's your personal responsibility to go after it. Don't let them sit around saying, hey, that 20% is here. Because in almost every case I can think of with today's market, you will hit your 20% well ahead of where you would be if you were just paying it off every month at that $150 or $200 a month equity payment that goes in. It may take 10 or 15 years down the road for that to automatically come off. You need to take some action to make it come off sooner. 
So those are the issues with private mortgage insurance and with the mortgage insurance premium. Now, let me tell you about something else that you probably aren't aware of. If you're going to buy a house with a conventional mortgage and they tell you that you have to pay PMI because you're putting down less than 20%, ask the mortgage company what the cost is to pay for the PMI up front. Now, this isn't the same as the government one where you pay a portion up front and you pay every month. You're obligated to pay that forever anyway. But on the conventional side with a mortgage, you can actually make a single one-time payment for the private mortgage insurance up front. And that payment can be included in your closing costs it'll simply be added to the back end of the mortgage. So basically, you should be able to go to the closing table without any additional money. And if you're buying a house for, say, $200,000 and the private mortgage insurance is $3,000, then you're going to pay $203,000 for this house. But you won't be making a monthly payment on that. Now, I suggest you consider doing this if you plan on being in the house for a longer period of time. If you're not, then just make those payments. If you're going to be in the house for a year, year and a half, make the payments because it may take you two and a half to three years to save enough to compensate for what you just added to the back of that mortgage. But if you're going to be in that house for a while, this is the most economical way to do it. And the most important thing for a lot of people anyway is to get in with the lowest payment possible. Now consider that your property is going to be going up in value over the years. You'll more than compensate for that $3,000 that you put out in the background there. But there's a big difference between paying $150 a month in PMI payments and not paying those payments, particularly in this high inflation period. It's time to give you an update on my effort to remove PMI from a property. I mentioned it earlier. I'll give you some details now because I have more information. This has been added to my original podcast. I own a townhome along with another investor we put 10% down. The other investor was able to buy it as a vacation home as he lives in another state, which means that we were paying private mortgage insurance on a conventional loan at the time we purchased the property in 2019. Well, as you know, many things have changed from 2019 until April 2022. And one of those things is the value of properties has accelerated not just along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but perhaps in your neighborhood as well. It was time for me to ask the mortgage company to drop the private mortgage insurance as it was fairly simple to determine that the property had exceeded the required 75% loan to value. I was able to run some comps and effectively do what is called in the industry a broker price opinion because I am a broker. However, 
obviously there is a conflict of interest, so they would not be interested in using my opinion. But it did tell me that the property was worth more than the amount they were assuming based simply upon the purchase price and the amount that was paid down since the property was purchased. I'm not going to mention the company, but I did say to you earlier it would be difficult to have the PMI removed, and I found that to be the case. So let me explain to you what I did. I mailed a letter to the department. I had the exact address, I took it from their website, that deals with the PMI reduction. I explained to them that my property was valued higher and that I met all their requirements, one of them being the loan had to be in existence for at least two years. Another one was that we had to make all the payments on time. And there may have been one or two others. The fact is we met all those requirements for them to go through the process of ordering an appraisal. I did not receive an answer after two weeks. I thought that was sufficient time to at least have them acknowledge they received the letter. I sent another letter. Two weeks later, I sent another letter. I'm not sure of the timing. I think probably about six weeks down the road, I decided to stop sending letters. It was clear they were finding the round file, as we used to say. So I called the corporate office and asked to speak to the chief executive officer. Well, you rarely ever get the opportunity to speak to the CEO. In fact, this company is very large, but happens to be owned by the CEO. I spoke instead to a vice president who was in charge of not only the PMI department, but other departments in the company as well. She was very kind. I explained to her that I didn't think she or her boss were aware of this poor customer service. That I fully understand that nobody wants to see the PMI go away from their side. Their investor doesn't either. They feel a good comfort level. But that they did have a process and it wasn't being fulfilled. This person did whatever she did behind the scenes and I received an email two days later with complete instructions on exactly what to do and it was written for my property. They requested a check for $590 which they call an estimate. In other words the appraisal may cost more than that. They should be sending the request for an appraisal to an independent company if everything goes okay, the appraisal will come back without it being tainted by anyone working for that company because I would have recourse if, that, if I thought that were the case. Now, I did explain in the letter what I found in the broker price opinion work that I did. And one of the things I found was that the first comp that was used on the property back in 2019 had a purchase price of $235,000, just to give you some idea what we're talking about here. And then that property, interesting, was sold the next year for $263,000. Well, that was a 20-some percent increase in value in really not much more than a year. And based on the increases in value just across the board without even looking at other comps, 
we expected it would be 10 to 15 to 20 percent possibly for a property near the beach so that easily put that property in the range that I needed it to be for them to drop the private mortgage insurance I went to another comp and found that while that property had not sold houses right next door and across the street of the similar size had sold and they were selling for in the neighborhood of two hundred and eighty thousand dollars much more than I needed in order to have the private mortgage insurance dropped off so I'll tell you where we are at this point the check has just been mailed to that company along with as I mentioned the letter and some of the comps not that it made any difference I think they'll just put the letter on a file order the appraisal and then the appraisal will come in and if they do their job I should see that in about two to three weeks now just on a being sarcastic part of the letter I mentioned that by the time I get this back from them more payments would have been made and I want them to make that adjustment in their calculations I'm sorry I just had to do it after all the effort I went through to get to this point there's no reason to expect that they're going to move any faster from the point that they receive that check to the point that that appraisal comes back and they do their calculations I'm not gonna let them sit on this if I have to I'll call back the person that helped me to begin with and let them know that the time period is unacceptable I know how long it takes to order an appraisal I'm in the business I know how long it takes the appraisers even when they're super busy to be able to go out and do the appraisals so please check back I'm going to add on to this later on but don't hold your breath it might be a month it might be two months before I add to this the final results but I wanted to let you know that if you want to do this get started now not yesterday now as it turns out by the time this actually comes back if they do decide that they're going to reduce this I will have paid probably three to four months of PMI payments money just going down the drain so don't wait do it today you heard this sit down at your desk start writing that letter go to the website get all the details and then when you send the letter be sure you have a copy of it write the date down that you mailed it and then put it in some type of a pending file give them about two weeks to ish something like that you know everybody uses COVID as an excuse I don't know what they did before COVID but nevertheless give them about two weeks if you don't get an answer you can either pick up the phone and call them which might work or you can send them another letter which might work also but don't let them sit on this this is a kind of detail thing that they have offices full of people that just push paper around I'm not saying they're not trying to do their job I'm just saying that I don't think there's a sense of urgency for your request and you're the one that's important to you well, thank you again for listening to our podcast about getting rid of private mortgage insurance. Sorry if you have one of those FHA loans and have the mortgage insurance premium. We can't do anything about that. You're stuck with that unless you refinance. I mentioned that already. I thought I'd bring that up again just to make sure that you don't jump off the deep end and start demanding that they re remove the mortgage insurance premium because that's never going to happen in your lifetime 
again, you got two choices. You can either sell the property or you can refinance. Well, this is the closing now. I want to mention that if you go to the LoganAndersonLLC.com website, you can check on other blog articles and other podcasts that we have. We have a lot of blog articles about a variety of topics dealing with real estate. If you're interested in selling your home and you're around the Mississippi Gulf Coast and you want to buy another home here, please contact us. If you are not on the Mississippi Gulf Coast but would love to be here along with the rest of us, please give us a call. Please contact us. Go to our website, sign up, take a look at some of the homes there. If you live in California, for example, you can give us a call and we can help you find a real estate agent that will do a good job for you and try to coordinate the sale of your property with the acquisition of your property here. We can also do the same thing for you if you're selling here. If we represent you, we can also find another agent for you that we like, that we think will do a good job for you wherever it is that you're going to move to. We have a reciprocal agreement through the Realtors Association. Well, thank you again for listening to our podcast and for coming to our website. I'm Bill Anderson, signing off now. Please come back to other podcasts and read some of our blog articles, as I mentioned. Have a good evening. Have a good morning. Have a good day.